0: Welcome to today's newsroom special with Liam Riley. Thershire, the UK's largest food redistribution charity, says that one in four UK children go hungry during the summer holidays. The charity's Activate campaign works with charities to provide nutritious and free meals for children who need them most, ensuring that they are well fed and able to concentrate when they return to school in September. Joining us in the studio to tell us more is Lindsay Boswell, Chief Executive of Thershire. Can you start by telling us why some people may end up in food poverty?
1: The roots and the reasons for food poverty are, uh, Liam, are as, are as many and as varied as, uh, uh, as as human frailty, and we are as people um, because we're all different. But um, ultimately, what it comes down to is um, lack of money. The reasons for that money may be because of a, um, uh, uh, a loss of job. That's that's one of the obvious ones. Mm. Um, but an addiction to drugs. Uh, alcohol, a common theme that threads through many, many of the organisations that we work with is mental health. Mental health is a big, big issue, uh, and it tends to be a sort of real combination of, uh, of points and issues that, that happen. But we support uh, right across the UK, um, uh, somewhere in the order of about ten thousand frontline charity community groups, uh, and they're as many as varied from children's breakfast clubs to day clubs for older people that's dealing with isolation in the elderly you know elderly folk never getting out of their homes domestic violence refuges homeless shelters drug alcohol mental health AIDS HIV you name it because actually the common thing that we all have is we all need to eat
0: mm. and looking at specifically with children how common is it for children to go hung- hungry during the school holidays
1: uh, frighteningly more common than, than than many of us would imagine yeah uh, I and my family are lucky enough that, um, you know, I think my kids have had a pretty good carefree summer. Um, but for one in four children, during the term time, they're reliant on preschool meals. And then when it comes to, uh, uh, to the holiday time, um, you know, we get told time and time again by parents that in the lead up to the summer holidays, um, some of them are really stressed and really feel, feeling ill and sick and this pit in the stomach feeling because they just don't know how they're going to cope given that they're holding down two three four sometimes five jobs at the same time in order to keep the wolf from the door how are they going to cope with the kids being at home all of that time and particularly uh, when they're no longer getting their main meal of the day at school and um, uh, and that's where our program activate comes in uh, because we're working with uh, more than 350 uh, youth groups right across the Uh, right across the country who are supplying fun activities but also meals and we supply the food for those and that enables uh, the 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 funding for those groups to be really concentrated on other activities and one in five of those groups tell us that if, if they didn't get that food they probably wouldn't be able to operate
0: so does the food industry have more of a responsibility to donate more surplus food
1: i think most people in the food industry would say look we're and um, and we do what we do um, but actually morally and ethically uh, I've, been, I've been working in this area for, for, for nearly eight years and I haven't come across a single person in the food industry who doesn't believe that the right thing to do is if you've got surplus food is to feed it to people the challenge is it's an industry that's got an incredibly short attention span because it's incredibly fast moving uh, and now, when in a factory, and, th- and this is what I'm talking really about, the, the invisible supply chain. I'm not talking about uh, what goes in the bins at the back of the supermarket at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, that's only really 1% of the problem. Uh, where where half of the problem is, is in the supply chain. And that's the factories that make the food, the packing houses, the distribution centers, uh, and indeed the fields and the, and, and the growers uh, growing the food in the first place. That's where... If there's a problem or there's some surplus, it'll just get put to a side. We'll deal with it later. We haven't got time now because we've got to fulfil this order. We've got to get that order out the door. We've got to, you know, meet that supplier's needs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and they just don't have the uh, the time to do it. Having said that, um, we do work with over 500 food businesses um, from the really from the very very biggest um, uh, to many of the many of many small ones and. Uh, and at the moment, you know, if, I take, if, if I just take across Yorkshire, last year nearly 700 tonnes of food was redistributed, which supplied more than 1.5 million meals uh, to, to feed uh, uh, out to just under 200 charity and community groups. But that's only 6% of the possible. Nice. So one of the things that we're wanting to shine a spotlight on is there's a lot, lot more that the food industry can do in terms of working with us as we scale up um, and increase our capacity to be able to support more organizations, um, so anybody listening who knows somebody, who knows somebody else, who works in the in the food industry, at every single stage, occasionally there are surpluses. Okay. can we can we please have a conversation so that when that problem arises, actually we can turn that problem into a really neat solution.
0: And if people do want to find out more about the Activate program or food distribu- redistribution in general, where would you say they can go?
1: Uh, by far the best place to go is our website, which is fairshare.org.uk. Uh, and Very quickly on there, um, you'll be able to find Fairshare Yorkshire, an amazing bunch of volunteers um, uh, who do incredible work across the whole of the Yorkshire region uh, redistributing surplus food um, and, as I said, providing more than 1.5 million meals and, um, and one of the shout-outs I'd love to do is uh, we'd love to find more volunteers who are going to come and join that incredible team. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd, we'd love, love people who perhaps, I don't know, recently retired or, or are working part-time, who've got a bit of time uh, and who can drive. It's um, a critical issue for us, um, more people to be able to drive our vans. Um, but it doesn't matter what your skill set is, it doesn't matter what your age Um, There's a volunteering opportunity uh, and there is nothing more satisfying than turning up at a charity and saying, here's your food. You've got to be prepared to be hugged if you're one of our volunteers (laughs) because it's a fantastic service and um, uh, and it's a complete privilege to be able to support frontline Yorkshire charities.
0: Okay, Lindsay Boswell, thank you very much for your time.